when you're a little person, you know, everybody's going to be an astronaut or they're going to be something amazing. And something happens as you grow older, uh, those big thoughts and dreams tend to go away and you just follow some path, uh, maybe somebody else's path. And what I have found is whatever you can put into your mind and conceive uh, can actually happen because your mind doesn't know if good things or bad things are supposed to happen. Uh, people, you know, just kind of go through life. So if you're optimistic, your mind will find optimistic things. If you're striving for a goal, your mind will find the things that help you solve that. And Welcome to Your Next Big Project Is You, a podcast based around the theme of time. Time to be able to press pause on life. Time to reevaluate what's important. Time to reminisce about where you've come from, what you've learned and what you've accomplished. Time to revisit your goals, dreams and vision. And time to remember the people in your life. That's it, my friends. If you've got time, fasten your seatbelt and listen in as we discuss opportunities for the next five to 25 years of your life. And remember, your next big project is you. Well, welcome to our podcast. Your next big project is you. And I've got a special guest today that I've had the pleasure and the privilege to get to know a little bit on and off over the last couple of decades. Brian Sweet, the CEO and founder of Sweet Financial Group. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, great to be here, Leo. Always enjoy spending time with you. You know, it's amazing when I think back. Uh, I don't even want to think back because that means I'm 20 years older. I remember when we first met in beautiful Buffalo as a result of uh, a very cool collection of four other peers of yours where you formed this... Uh, this amazing study group called Give and Grow Group, if I got it right. And you guys have just been there. You know, when I think of you, Brian, I think of the other uh, members of that cohort you put together, I always think of you as someone who's always investing in yourself and your team, the commitment to improving yourself and your team, the commitment to constantly innovate with, with an end goal of providing extraordinary value to the clients that you were privileged to serve. That's how I Every time I think of you, you're always doing something cool, investing, innovating, improving, and providing even better value to your clients. Tell us more about that journey. And, uh, you know, if I had to unzip this zipper on your chest, I want to get the real Brian out for people that are listening to this today. Well, thank you, Leo. That was about as good of a, a description of myself uh, as I've ever heard. So thank you for, for that kind uh, introduction. Right. You're uh, welcome, buddy. Yeah, let me let me give you just a really quick background. So I've been fortunate enough to be in this great industry for 44 years, started in college and had a lot of great mentors over the years that gave me a lot of great direction. And ultimately, I you know started out in the life insurance industry and found that I like to have a little more control and got more into the financial planning end of things. And one thing that I've, I've just learned, and it's from, you know, great people, like you mentioned, our study group, uh, what a great bunch of guys is, the more you give, the more you get. And so as the name of the study group, Give and Grow, uh, you know, that's just one of the foundations that we've had 
in not only dealing with our clients, but also trying to give back to the industry and being, as you said, inventive and trying to deliver new things that help uh, not only your clients, but also fellow people in the industry. And so fortunately, uh, we were able to create our own um, firm uh, a number of years ago. And um, I've been very fortunate to have some amazing teammates that literally helped me have a self-managed company, which allows me not only to see my clients, but really have the time to to do all these extra things that you were alluding to. So it's been an amazing 44-year journey, but I would tell you I'm more excited about the industry today than at any point in the last 44 years. Wow. You know, let's, I want to talk to you about that as well. And I always love to be around people like yourself that have so much optimism, so much positivity because you inspire others. And, and as soon as people go onto your website, one of the first things they see is your best light is ahead. I, I believe that's so reflective of, of how you speak in, in your outlook. Tell us more about that, why you think our best life is ahead is investors and people thinking about the next five to 25 years of their lives. Yeah, I, I think part of it is, uh, you know, to deal with your mindset. And one of the things that we've done to create a kind of a unified process is maybe 15 years ago, maybe it was 12, um, we created our financial planning process called the Dream Architect. And as the name alludes, um, you know, dreaming is really important. And one of the things I noticed over the years is that when you're a little person, you know, everybody's going to be an astronaut or they're going to be something amazing. And something happens as you grow older, uh, those big thoughts and dreams tend to go away and you just follow some path, of maybe somebody else's path. And what I have found is whatever you can put into your mind and conceive uh, it can actually happen because your mind doesn't know if good things or bad things are supposed to happen. Uh, people, you know, just kind of go through life. So if you're optimistic, your mind will find optimistic things. If you're striving for a goal, your mind will find the things that help you solve that. And all we're trying to do is be a resource to help people accomplish things that they may not, may not have otherwise been able to or even thought about because you only get one shot at life. And so why not make it the absolute best experience you possibly can? Yeah, I love that thinking, Brian, uh, especially when you said what I have found out. You, you've been doing this a long time for 44 years, as you said, when you started the firm. And by my standards, it's given you tremendous insight and perspective and wisdom in helping people to think about their futures in different ways to do that. So that, that really resonates with me in this whole dream architect thing. As I've said before, probably when you rewind 44 years ago, like me, we're similar age, is that we, we go from survival, we're out of school, we're trying to figure things out, right? To some sense of security, got that first job, you know, something's working out. Hey, I was able to, we got married, put a down payment down on a house. From all of a sudden, survival security leads to some sense of success. Oh my gosh, we're having kids. I got promoted. Look at this. All of a sudden, and eventually, as you said, I love what you said here. Something happens as we grow older. And to me, the issue of significance comes into play. And I know you are doing your best as the practitioner to figure out what that is for the people you serve. So 
Let's go back to your website because I'm in as well. Um, there's a couple of things. I read it as your value proposition or maybe elements. You say you simplify your clients' lives. You help them to pursue their version of, of their perfect retirement. And I believe it's one of your beliefs. You said people can't afford to make mistakes during retirement. And, and that's what our goal is to make sure they don't. So I'm, I'm curious, what are the mistakes people make? What are the mistakes that you counsel people on? Uh, help us with that perspective, if you would, please. Well, I, I think one of the things that you know people need to recognize and why working with a very competent financial advisor is so important is, you know, we've helped thousands of people retire successfully, and most people only go through it once. And when was the last time you did something for the first time and did it right? You know, that's really difficult. So what we try to do is really just find out what people's dreams, desires, objectives are, and try to put some kind of a financial price tag on it, if possible, in a time frame. And then do all the behind-the-scenes calculations of what's needed for that, but not make them have to worry about how do you invest and uh, you know all of the issues that complicate uh, investing, which is taxes. Uh, I, and so I would tell you the biggest mistake, if I were to say, you know, if what's one is people don't know enough about taxes or take it into consideration when doing planning. And mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing if you're, uh, you know, don't just always look in the rear view mirror, but project into the future uh, what you can do to simplify and reduce long-term taxes. Um, and that's been probably the biggest uh, thing. And then I would say that the second biggest thing is people just don't think big enough. And I, I would have not never said this years and years ago, but uh, the biggest problem we run into is clients don't spend enough or they don't think the opportunities of what they can accomplish are big enough. And so we spend the vast majority of our time trying to encourage them to do more and to think bigger. And, you know, if anything were possible, what would you, you know, what would that experience be that you'd like to participate in with you or your family or whatever? Uh, because more than likely it's possible. Yeah. Well, it's, it's nice to stretch people. It's yeah. almost like uh, the things on your bucket list, the things that you really, you know, dream big. What are the things you really want to accomplish in your job? is to really pull it out of people, but then surround it with the right facts. And that, that, that the concept of the price tag, is that equivalent to, uh, hey, Leo, this is your number? You know, what is your number? In order, <laughs> exactly. to live the, in order to live the life that you want, we're here, to, we're here to help you to dream and to think bigger through Dream Architect, to, if I got it right, but also to pull out and to successfully analyze with you uh, what the number is. Yeah. Yeah, we want people to tell us, you know, what time they want to arrive, and then we'll build the watch that helps them get there. Nice, nice uh, analogy or a visual metaphor in order for someone to uh, to think that through as well. Hey, what's going on? You're doing some interesting things as well. Um, it's it feels like from talking to you around the health integration and wealth intersection, and I know you've got something that's brewing upcoming here down in the Dallas area in the next couple of months here. Uh, what are you working on? Where's your innovation and your your mind taking you in terms of 
ways to bring more value or in differentiating the services that Sweet Financial is offering to, to your valued clients going forward. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what we have found, as I mentioned earlier, our unique trademark process is called the Dream Architect. And for whatever reason, not too long ago, this hit me um, where having been in this for 44 years, I just kept seeing four other problems keep coming up that no one was solving. And so what we did is we said, well, we somebody needs to be the people that can help solve all five of these issues that we kept seeing, even though we might not do it ourselves, who could we collaborate with? And so what we've done is we've created a new version of the Dream Architect, which is called the Dream Architect Life, and then we're doing an immersive. And, and what those five pillars are is the first one's wealth, which I've been doing for 44 years, but we have found that there's a lot of problems that occur irregardless of the amount of wealth that you have, uh, one being purpose. And those are some topics that obviously in your sabbatical program, you know, you deal with, but somebody retires and, um, you know, their whole being and persona is tied up in maybe being that business owner, that executive, and uh, they may not know what they're going through. You know, they're, they know where they're going from, but they don't know where they're going to. And yep. they're very uncertain about that next chapter. So helping them with that. Uh, the second would be health and longevity, which uh, is really uh, the main part of this Dallas event. Um, I've been finding out all sorts of things on health lately and just amazing. All of the things that are being done that most people aren't aware of hmm. that are so preventative in nature. Uh, and just an interesting statistic is that 80% of the people age 40 and older have something asymptomatic wrong with them. The problem is they don't do anything or know anything about it until it actually becomes a major problem, at which point they may not have many alternatives. So there's all sorts of things that you can do preventative where like body scans and brain scans and a whole slew of things where they can show you what might happen in the future before it happens and then prescribe things so it doesn't occur. And so what our goal is to create all sorts of resources, like we're working with the head of the Cleveland Clinic, uh, we're working with sleep doctors, longevity experts, and bringing this information uh, to uh, our clients and prospects and, and we're also creating a version of this uh, for other financial advisors that can plug in and, you know, do the same thing for their clients. Uh, the, the other two pillars are legacy. Uh, one of the big things I've seen is uh, not only passing on your values to the next generation, but a lot of times, in, in most cases, people that have accumulated a fair amount of wealth feel I won't say obligated, but they desire to give back. But in a lot of cases, they don't know when they should do it. And so they default to saying, well, I'm going to do it when I pass away. Well, the, yeah. problem, the problem with that is they never get to see all the good that they could have done while they were living. And so legacy serves that component. 
And then the, the fifth one is experiences. And uh, just as it sounds, life is really about experiences and remembering things that you did. Um, but a lot of times you get a lot of entrepreneurs specifically or business owners, and they were just, you know, grindstone 24-7. And, you know, everything was about the business and nothing about themselves. And so when they get the free time, they don't, they don't actually even know how to go about uh, creating experiences. And so the events that we're going to put on in and of themselves are experiences, but we're also, you know, have created resources where, you know, this is a crazy example, but it's a true example. You know, we've got a, a person that we work with that, you know, if you like Bruce Springsteen, for example, and you wanted to sing on stage with Bruce, I actually can make that happen. It might have a big price tag of involved in it, but, you know, things like that that are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities, uh, just helping people be, you know, help them be a resource to help them accomplish that. So those are all kind of wrapped up in this uh, immersive that we're creating and the one you specifically recommended uh, or, or mentioned, I should say, in the end of uh, March in Dallas is uh, really... Uh, an emphasis on the health and longevity part. Well, it's another good example of what I talked about in my intro with you. Thinking out of the box, you know, many advisors are just in the investment sleeve. You're here talking to the Cleveland Clinic, sleep doctors, innovating with longevity experts. That's a value proposition. It's tough to tell us sometimes, say, you know, Brian's in the investment business, or he runs Sweet Financial as a CEO, but there's so much more that really brings that proposition alive you're doing. And when there's so many things of alignment that I, I applaud you on, when I hear things around um, time, tale of treasure, I call that uh, more of abundance. What you're talking about legacies, you know, from the chart behind me here with our experience, and you talk about your five areas. I talk about seven areas, but you can see what one of these is called around living your legacy. It's, you know, I, 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 I concur with you hundred percent. It's not about leaving your legacy. It's about living it right now. The things yep. that could be transformative, the things that you could put your fingerprint on right now that you can see happening or and as you're helping people to achieve experiences that are near and dear to their heart, even though there might be a price tag around that, but you're helping people to think differently around their futures, helping them to dream and making it all come to grips. I just love that. So congratulations on that proposition and, and what you're doing. And uh, let's talk about another big thing that you're doing as well. And I know you got some great people around on your team, uh, but you've launched this women forward community in, in speaking as a proud father of four kids and, <laughs> and, and three beautiful girls that I'm proud of that are uh, all now married and have given me six, almost seven grandkids during this podcast today and to see how they have grown and developed into young women of, of uh, wives and mothers now in, in, in leaders in their businesses, their contributors in their own ways to the practices that they serve, whether it's in wealth management or in law or in fashion, as my girls are all part of. Tell us, tell us about this Women Forward community, uh, because I'm interested to hear more about that and it's in raising three girls as well and having granddaughters now. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, well, what, what I've found is uh, women tend to be underserved. 
And um, what we wanted to do is be a resource. So I'll give you a little background. I have some amazing, talented team members. Uh, the president of my financial planning firm, and she's also a partner in a couple other businesses that we have, uh, like the Dream Architect, Life Immersive. Um, Brittany Anderson is uh, just a dynamo. She's a, a mom. She's a business owner. She um, you know, wears like 32 different hats. My COO is a female. I have female financial advisors. And I just wanted to be a resource to help women because I see the potential and I see the expertise that they have, but they don't always get the guidance that they need. But ultimately, they're the ones that end up with all the money, but typically never get the training because the husbands uh, or the spouse typically takes care of it. So providing that resource um, is really, really important. And the other little um, uh, side benefit to that is Brittany is creating, uh, I believe she's going to call it the juggle struggle, but she's helping um, female entrepreneurs that want to have it all, where they can have a family and run a business. Uh, we're creating another platform where she's doing most of the work. I'm just helping her with it. Uh, be able to balance that, uh, i.e. the juggle struggle. So it's just kind of a, a passion thing. One, because I found that, you know, at least my women in my office are just awesome. And, you know, if you just look at uh, where all the money ends up and not having any you know, formal training and education, if you can so solve or eliminate some concerns in advance of that stuff happening, you know, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, buddy. Money. There's just another great example of how you're differentiating your organization, your solutions, your abiding by the core values that drive your practice. Uh, it, it's really different. I hope a lot of the folks in the industry that listen to this podcast will say, uh, wow, what did, here's a guy who's really got his act together. He would have, this guy would be formidable. God forbid I had to compete against him <laughs> to do that. So, uh, let, let, let's just send down a couple fronts here. Uh, we started, I mentioned how I first met you with your study group. I know there's four other uh, gentlemen and their teams that you've gotten to know over the last couple of decades plus uh, from, from being around you folks in a couple of different venues. It feels like there's a family. You've become beyond a study group. You've become really good friends and almost family-like where you're spending time a couple of times each year and you're, you're always communicating, sharing best practices and how you can learn and grow from each other. So for those people listening into this podcast that aren't a part of something like this, I mean, you guys have authored a book together. You've traveled to big events. I mean, down in South Africa, if I remember yep. together. I mean, this, this is this is a real scenario that I'm talking about. This isn't just something you're messing around with. I mean, this is a really dedicated uh, partnership with four other individuals. People that don't aren't doing something like this, what has been the big benefit for you over the years um, in how you would explain this to somebody that might be thinking about doing something like that. Yeah, I, I would tell you it's been one of the key cogs that has led to one, a lot of joy in my life, but a lot of success. So each of these guys has gotten to be like a brother I've never had. Um, each of them 
are either number one in their respective companies or in the top, you know, 2% of all of the advisors. So really a talented group. And, you know, we're just here to help each other grow. We've helped each other with personal issues. And sometimes I think we know more about each other than maybe the spouses do in a lot of cases. But um, it's just, you know, it, it has grown over time, you know, where we just got together and we shared financials and sales ideas and what's working, you know, and as you alluded to, we do get together uh, two times a, a year for formal meetings. We actually meet every Tuesday at 7 a.m. via Zoom and talk about whatever the topic is. And it's gotten to the point where I also have a, uh, you know, a training company called Ultimate Advisor Coaching. And we're in the process of chatting with our study group to become part of that. So, because their desire is to help other financial advisors also. And the five of us together would bring such amazing uh, education, tools, uh, wisdom, that it just seems like that kind of should be inevitable. So um, as of this moment, it hasn't been finalized yet, but we're actually working on that. And uh, I uh, hope that that comes to fruition because that would be a, a fun next level of our Give and Grow study group. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, listen, let's, let's end on this. You, you can see the yeah. chart behind me here. And I, I believe this is one of the things that has brought us together emotionally and logically uh, with the work that you're doing. There's some strategic overlap and some intersection of great thinking. As I said, if, when I look at living a life of significance, living a life with no regrets, living a life with abundance, living a life with gratitude, living a life with perspective, being your best and living your legacy. Here's a card from the deck. There's a number of questions that we have. And uh, this card says, what does a life of significance mean to you? How would you answer that question? Yeah, an amazing question. And first of all, let me just compliment you, Leo, on the platform that you've built. Um, I haven't personally been to it, but I have some really good friends that have been through it and say it's exceptional. So you also are, you know, the front runner and a big thinker and doer in the industry. And so uh, thank you for, you know, doing what you do for us out here in the field. Um, but a life of significance, I think for myself, is maybe in the simplest terms, is being able to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it, um, whenever you want to do it. But I think part of it is also, I've been very blessed and had a lot of nice mentors and people that have helped me get to where I'm at. And for me to feel great about my accomplishment, I love to, you know, share and give back and help people make the road a little less uh, onerous to get to where they want to go. So I think, you know, having the, the freedoms to, to do those things that you want and that give you, you know, joy, but, including helping others, um, that I guess that would be my definition of a life of significance. Well, well I could talk to you all day, Brian. Um, I can't thank you enough. You are a, a world-class, I don't say that too often, you are a world-class entrepreneur. Always, as I mentioned, the way I started this, always committed to improving, uh, invigorating others, inspiring others, innovating, 
you're making a difference uh, to a lot of people. And uh, beyond all that, you're, you're a really great guy. So I'm really privileged to know you as a friend. And I just want to congratulate you on your success and keep it up because you're really, really helping people to go from good to great to extraordinary by my standards. So thanks again for your time today. Well, I, I appreciate the kind words, Leo, and uh, right back at you. You're, you're an awesome individual and doing amazing things yourself. So uh, really glad we could spend this time together. Good. Thanks, Brian. You bet. Thanks, Leo.